Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you wanna learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're gonna wanna stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, Hustle Sanely Squad, and welcome back to the show. And side note, happy Valentine's Day. I was trying to brainstorm an episode that kind of goes along with Valentine's Day without being too cheesy. And the idea of chatting about how to set boundaries with people you love popped into my mind because almost any time that I do a Q&A over on Instagram or in the BFF membership, I almost always get at least one question asking for advice with boundary setting. And ever since just being very firm in my boundaries online with like what I'm sharing in regards to when I was pregnant, pregnancy, and now motherhood, I always get DMs, which is very unexpected, of people thanking me for demonstrating how to uphold boundaries. Um, Because I guess it's something that a lot of people struggle with. And it makes sense because I used to have a hard time with boundaries too because I used to be a very like intense people pleaser. Um, So yeah, but let's put a pin in that and back up for just a second. Y'all know that the podcast is my favorite, favorite place to show up and coach you on creating a peacefully productive life. And Obviously, this show would not be a thing if it wasn't for you, the listeners. So I'm very aware of that. And I like to do a monthly-ish, emphasis on the ish, sneaky little podcast fam only giveaway. And I think it's about time that we do one. So the rules for being entered into this podcast giveaway, like it's literally so easy and the rules are the same for every single month that we do this. The only thing you have to do is head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Seriously, that is it. Leave a rating and review and you are officially entered. So I just pick a random review to read on the show once a month. And if it's yours, you win. Boom, boom, boom. Super, super simple. It's just my way of thanking y'all for tuning in and taking the time to leave a review. I really don't think you understand how big of a deal positive reviews are for podcasts. It tells Apple that the show is awesome and worth showing to new potential listeners. So... If you enjoy the show and you want to help me out a little bit, please, please, please go leave a review. And hey, you never know. You might just be the next winner. So this month's giveaway prize is kind of a big deal. So this person is going to be able to get a free enrollment in one of the following Hustle Sanely courses. So the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course, Create Your Peacefully Productive Schedule course, the Dream It Do It workshop course, or 
the How to Create Digital Products 101 course. They get to choose whichever one they want. So here is the winning review. The name of the reviewer is Calypso Design Studio, and the title of the review is This Podcast is a Must. The review says there are not enough words to express how much the Hustle Sanely podcast and Jess's BFF membership mean to me. It's been a game changer. The need for peaceful productivity in my life was real. Now that I'm implementing Jess's productivity tips, things are running much smoother and I'm able to recognize my stress triggers and how to work smarter while making much needed time for other parts of my life besides just business. This podcast gives you so much helpful information in a fun way. It's educational without being boring and stuffy. It's more like chatting with a friend, like talking shop with your BFF. I highly recommend this podcast and all of Jess's other productivity tools. Definitely a must. Okay, this is one of those times when I wish that I could hug people through the screen. I have those moments a lot because you guys are amazing, but this review just made my day. Like It is my actual goal to make this show educational without being boring AF. So thank you so much. If this is your review, please email me jess at jessicamassey.com with the subject line podcast winner episode 165. And then in the email, just let me know which course you would like to enroll in for free so that we can get you all set up. And hey, let this be your reminder to everybody else go leave a podcast review if you haven't because you never know when the monthly giveaway prize will be an epic one like this, right? You could be the next winner who gets a free course. You never know. Somebody has to win. So why not you? You know what I'm saying? But okay, let's get into this conversation about boundary setting. I feel like boundary setting, especially with people you love, is a kind of an art form, okay? It's a delicate thing that takes many strategic like flicks of the paintbrush, if you know what I'm saying. Like you can't just go barreling in and expect a masterpiece to emerge. I don't know if this is true for most people, but I find it more difficult to set healthy boundaries with people I love. So like my family and friends, then like professional boundaries, which it makes sense because when it comes to setting boundaries with people we love, there's typically more emotion involved. And I think that's important to recognize because it really does alter the boundary creating process. So when I think about setting work-related boundaries with my students, clients, or like people on Instagram or people, you know, sending me an email in my email inbox, it's just more cut and dry, you know, more black and white. Like I just kindly communicate the boundary and and that's that. Like I move on. But with your loved ones, there's a history there, right? Like you do life with this person on a deeper level. Like I said, it's just a more emotionally involved process. So, okay, let's back up just a minute and talk about why boundaries are important. I want to make sure that we're all on the same page when it comes to what boundaries are in the purpose that they serve. So to me, boundaries are less about what we're keeping out and more about what we're protecting on the inside, okay? That simple mindset shift has really changed for the better how I set and share my boundaries. So setting boundaries is one of the best forms of self-care, in my opinion. Setting boundaries protects you from feeling taken advantage of or feeling spread too thin. And both of those things wind up causing us to feel burned out. So in essence, boundaries protect us from burnout. 
And that's a pretty big deal, right? Not only are boundaries one of the best ways that we can take care of ourselves, but having boundaries in our relationships with our loved ones is one of the best ways that we can create healthy relationships with other people. Y'all have heard me say this so much, but it's true. We cannot take care of other people if we don't take care of ourselves properly. And there's no way, like absolutely no way that you're really taking care of yourself if you aren't advocating for your own needs. When I have boundaries in place, I notice that I am a more compassionate human because I don't feel that sense of being stretched too thin, right? Like my capacity is higher when I'm taking care of myself with healthy boundaries. Plus, something that I love about setting boundaries is the example that it sets for others. Like I said, I've set a lot of new boundaries since becoming a mom starting when I was pregnant. And I only had one person on Instagram, nobody in my real life, but one person on Instagram gave me pushback, but most people really respect when they see people clearly communicating boundaries. It honestly inspires them to do the same for themselves. So yeah, for me, when you're setting boundaries, like everybody wins really. But now that we've got that covered, I wish that I could give you like a five-step framework to follow to set healthy boundaries. But to be honest, because you guys know I love a good framework. I love giving you step-by-step to follow, but I just don't think that's realistic when it comes to boundaries. Because like I said at the beginning of the episode, boundary setting, it's more of an art. Like it's a little bit more free flowing, but I am going to share a handful of tips to keep in mind as you set healthy boundaries with your loved ones. Okay. I'm not going to leave you totally hanging because I do think there are things to keep in mind that can help you with setting boundaries, but every relationship is different. Every person is different. So I think that there's not just one framework you can do to like create a boundary. You know what I mean? But three tips to keep in mind when communicating healthy boundaries with your loved ones. Number one is communicate the boundary clearly, but with love. So this starts with you being crystal clear yourself on what the boundary is. In order to clearly communicate a boundary to someone, you need to know what types of situations call for the boundary, what the boundary looks like in action, and how to express the boundary to someone else. You also need to know why this boundary is important to you and how it's going to support you and alleviate stress from your life. Also, do you guys know when you say a word like so many times in a row, it starts to sound weird? That is happening to me right now with the word boundary. I'm like, boundary, boundary. Is that the right word? Boundary boundary. Anyways, okay, back to what we're talking about, boundaries. Um, Firm and clear communication is hard in the moment sometimes, but to me, it's always worth it because you typically don't have to go back and do any type of like recon or re-explaining since you were clear from the start. When it comes to communicating a boundary with love, I like to format my boundaries in a specific way. So I like to start with gratitude. So express to the person how important they are to you and why they matter in your life or how they matter to you. Then let them know how you've been feeling. So avoid using like accusatory language, but instead focus your conversation on how you're feeling, right? Then after that, tell them what your needs and expectations are moving forward. So this is where the clear part comes in. Like don't sugarcoat anything or beat around the bush because that's that just makes these conversations more awkward than they need to be. Like just shoot the person straight, right? Like let them know 
what you want. And then to uh, kind of wrap it up, express how the boundary is supporting you. Again, when I'm communicating boundaries to loved ones, I like to keep in mind that it can be more emotionally charged of a conversation. So I think something that helps with emotionally intense conversations is vulnerability, right? So after I clearly tell someone what a certain boundary is, I like to explain my intentions behind it. So I like to share my heart with them and tell them how this boundary is going to support me and why it matters to me. Now, this approach, like sharing your heart behind the boundary, it usually softens the other person's receipt of the boundary because it's it's less like you're blaming something on them and more like you're advocating for yourself, if that makes sense. So how we deliver boundaries has the potential to completely change how they are received by other people. You know what I'm saying? So that is tip number one when it comes to setting healthy boundaries with people you love. Communicate the boundary clearly, but with love, obviously with love, right? Tip number two is practice communicating the boundary with someone you're comfortable with first. So like a little role-playing action, which I know sounds a little bit cringy or corny, but hey, it really does work. I'm speaking from experience. I practice saying my boundaries with my therapist, my best friend, or my husband if I'm nervous about like relaying it to who it's intended for. And it really, really does help. Sometimes we kind of craft a boundary in our minds, but we never really think about how we're going to share it with the person like verbally. So when it comes time to actually say it out loud, we start fumbling over our words, second guessing ourselves, and it can just get really awkward and really messy. But it's a whole different ballgame saying your boundaries out loud than it is just thinking about them in your own mind. So that's why I 10 out of 10 recommend doing like a little test drive or practice run before going into the real actual boundary setting conversation. Y'all, guess what is happening tomorrow? A little flash sale action. Our newest course and my favorite course, the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course is normally $397, but from February 15th through February 18th, you can enroll for just $297, which is honestly such a good deal because the Kickstart course is literally everything that you need in one place to, uh, well, you know, kickstart your Hustle Sanely journey. If everything just feels overwhelming and you're in need of a lifestyle overhaul, this is the course for you, okay? It's going to help you take ownership of your mindset by getting to the root of and reframing your limiting beliefs. It's going to help you get clear on what you want your life to look and feel like, declutter your plate so you can figure out what is actually important to you, create sustainable habits and routines that reflect your priorities, manage your time and energy so you're not exhausted all the time, set healthy boundaries to protect you from burnout. Hello, that is what this whole episode is about. And it's also going to help you pursue your goals while prioritizing your mental health and relationships. So the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course is a self-paced course where I walk you through the five keys to hustling sanely and teach you how to apply them to your life no matter what season you're in right now. But I do have to let you guys in on something. I do have a favorite part of the course. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? If I could do a drum roll, I would. I guess I could do it on my leg. Did you hear that? Okay. Hopefully the effect came through. But my favorite part of the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course, you get access to quarterly group coaching calls so that you can ask questions and I can help you implement what you're learning. 
Yes, that's right. We get to hang out on Zoom every quarter so that I can give you the support that you need to hustle sanely. So if you're a business owner looking to improve your work-life balance, you're a mom juggling the whole family schedule but neglecting your own self-care, if you're a perfectionist who feels stuck because nothing ever goes according to plan, if you're a people pleaser who feels burned out and needs help setting boundaries, if you're a student with a jam-packed social and academic calendar who's feeling stretched too thin, if you're a nine-to-fiver trying to discover how to find fulfillment in life outside of work, or if you're someone adjusting to a new season of life, maybe you just moved, got married, or had a baby and you need help finding new rhythms, then you are going to want to head to jessicamassi.com slash kickstart and enroll in this course. Okay. So again, we do have a hundred dollar off coupon code. I have it in the show notes for you guys. And this code is um, available to use for the one-time payment option. The code is good until February 18th at 1159 PM Eastern standard time. So go check out the show notes to grab that code and save a hundred dollars. I cannot wait to see you inside of the kickstart community, but okay, let's get back into the show and finish talking about how to set healthy boundaries with the people that you love. Tip number three to help you set healthy boundaries with people that you love. If someone rejects or gives you pushback on the boundary, follow through with predetermined consequences. So the tip is already know what the consequences of somebody not adhering to your boundary are. Like don't try to come up with them on the fly, okay? This is tough, I know, but it's the only way that a boundary actually carries any weight or makes a difference in your life is if there's a consequence if somebody doesn't respect the boundary. So to do this, I like to imagine how a boundary conversation is going to go and then brainstorm how I'm going to respond to different ways that the situation can pan out. So having predetermined consequences for someone not respecting your boundaries really just means that you're being strategic and not letting your emotions run the show because that's when things can really escalate, okay? I try to keep my emotions as neutral as possible when I'm communicating a boundary because the other person is probably going to feed off of my energy since I'm kind of heading up the conversation. So if I seem tense, they're going to be tense. If I'm aggressive, they're probably going to get kind of riled up too. But when I stay neutral, I and I don't mean cold, I mean neutral, just like level-headed and calm, they're probably going to meet me with that same kind of energy. And I think it's also important to note here that different types of situations are going to require different types of consequences. So keep that in mind too. And now I know, listen, I know that the Hustle Stanley community appreciates a solid concrete example. So you know that I'm not just gonna be like, okay, cool. Those are your three tips. Have fun creating boundaries. Like, no, I thought that we would wrap up this episode with some examples of setting a boundary with a loved one. Okay. Now, obviously these are hypothetical and I'm saying these to no one. Well, I'm saying them to you, but you know what I mean. Uh, so you're going to have to adjust these scripts to fit an actual conversation, but use these examples as guides or templates. But know that nine times out of 10 boundary conversations, they're, they're not going to be like you delivering the information and the other person just giving you a thumbs up and then perfectly executing the boundary. <laughs> okay. When it comes to communicating boundaries with your loved ones, you have to be willing to have firm but loving conversation with them 
them and know that it's going to be a little bit more clunky than this probably. Okay. So let's walk through a few examples just to kind of get your wheels turning. Example number one. Okay, this one is from my own life. Like it's an actual one. Pre-baby, I used to drive to visit my grandparents every single week. Now they live around 45 minutes away. So it was usually like a three to four hour trip every week. Now that was super doable for me in that season of my life, like before I had a baby. But I knew that when I had Everly that making that trip every week, it's just not sustainable with a newborn. So when I was pregnant, I I told my grandparents that once the baby came, I wouldn't be able to drive over there every single week anymore because I didn't think I'd have the physical or emotional energy to be in the car with a newborn for two hours every week for one trip. I told them that it's still important for me to see them regularly because they matter to me and I would love to meet them for dinner every other week in the middle of our two towns or I'd be happy to host them over at our home every other week or every week. So they can spend time with us and the baby. Like if they're willing to make the drive every week to our house, by all means, like they're welcome. And it felt so good to me to be firm in what I wasn't available for anymore, why that didn't work for me and how we could compromise. And it went over so well. And the thing is, I made sure to start like communicating this boundary while I was pregnant. I didn't wait till Everly was born and then be like, okay, we're not coming over anymore for a while. Like I let them know like while I was pregnant, like multiple times, like, hey, you guys know that I love our visits. I love coming over here and seeing you. I know that I've been over to your house every week for like a decade at this point. But now that I'm having a baby, things are changing. My life is changing. My season is different. This isn't going to work for me anymore. But like here, you guys really matter to me. I want you to still be in my life and Everly's life. Here's what we can do instead. And you guys, my grandparents were sad when I first told them this, like they were bummed, but they've come over at least every other week since Everly's been born to visit her because I made that option available to them when I set the boundary like, hey, I can't come to you, but you can come to me or we can meet in the middle for dinner. Um, so that's an example of a boundary from my own life. Here is another example. And this one, the rest of them are, there's two more. They are hypothetical. So the situation Maybe your mother-in-law pops in without giving you notice and she tends to stay for quite a while. So an example of a boundary conversation that you can have is something like this. I am so glad that we have a solid relationship, that you feel comfortable in our home, and that you get to surprise the kids by stopping by. It's so special that you get to bond with them in that way gratitude, right? Start with gratitude. So-and-so, insert your partner's name, and I are really trying to establish a routine with the kids to help our days run smoother so that I feel less frazzled. It would help me out so much if instead of having random visits, we could be more intentional and plan in advance when you want to come spend time with the kids during the week so I can coordinate my to-dos. I'd even love for us to plan for you to come and take them out on a play date once a week if that's something that you're up for. So see what I mean? Like you're giving options. You're being very clear in what your expectations are. You're expressing gratitude. You're letting them know that they're important to you and that you value their relationship. So that's an example for that one. And then an example, another example that I have for you guys is like the situation would be maybe a friend frequently cancels plans at the last minute. 
So an example of a boundary conversation might sound something like this. I'm super grateful for our friendship and spending quality time with you really means a lot to me. My love language is quality time. It makes me feel like I'm not valued as a friend when you cancel our plans at the last minute. I totally get that we're busy and sometimes life happens, but I would feel like you're really prioritizing our friendship if you stayed committed to the plans that we make most of the time. If you do need to cancel, it would help me out if you gave me some notice so I can plan on doing something else. So see what I mean? It's like just very, it's, it's, it's surrounded by love, but it's like to the point. You know what I mean? Like you're being very clear about how you're feeling and how you want them to behave versus how they're actually behaving. You know what I mean? So if you start to slip into feelings of like guilt and shame around sticking to your boundaries, remember to go back to what the boundary is protecting and focus on that. Okay. That is always what I remember. Like if I ever start to feel bad, if somebody is giving me pushback, I always go back to what is this boundary protecting? And that's what I focus on. But that is what I've got for you guys today. How to set healthy boundaries with the people that you love. I really do hope that this episode was helpful and that you feel better equipped to establish boundaries in your life to protect yourself from burnout so that you can show up for your life as the healthiest version of yourself. Don't forget that you can get $100 off of the Hustle Stanley Kickstart course by going to jessicamassi.com slash kickstart and using the code that is in the show notes. The code is valid through February 18th. I cannot wait to see you in there. And again, I said this, I think in last week's episode, but we have our first community group coaching call coming up in March. So if you enroll in February, you get to jump on that call and join in with us. But anyway, I love you guys so much. I will chat with you next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.